What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? Back to another week, another episode of the Food Joint Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, P. It's your boy Mills, man. What's going on, brother? I can't call it, man. Getting my ass kicked. I mean, that's the story of our lives. Yeah, man. I'm taking a break. Crazy part about it is at work, we super duper slow, like super slow, and I I hate it. But, you know, it just goes back to us never being satisfied. Because when we're in the thick of it and we're getting killed, it's like, oh, I need like two, three days off. I got to recoup. And then now we have nothing going on. And it's like, oh, that's some bullshit. I need to I need to be in there working. Like, like y'all killing me. Speak for yourself. I learned how to appreciate them slow days. Like, I'm finally get it. I will not complain no more. When it be slow, I'm going to be like, okay, cool. Like slow, like <laughs> business care. is slow or like you not working slow? I don't, either or. I learned how to appreciate them. See, my circumstance is a little different. Yeah. You got super highs and you got really lows. Like really lows, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, and it. it's like, bro, like if there's no work to be done, nobody's getting paid. Right. So a day off here and there, yeah, cool. But five and six in a row, uh, I'm ready to rob something. Allegedly. <laughs> of course, allegedly, I'm not going to do it. I'm just talking shit, but you know, yeah, for sure, for sure. Dang, 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 my lane at all. Hey, listen, I hear you, bro. But you know, it is what it is. You take the good with the bad, so for sure, you get supposed to. Yeah, absolutely. So, what you got for tales this week, man? Um, shoot, I'm not, I don't really start tales off no more. While you tell yours, I usually think of mine. That's crazy. <laughs> See how I set you up. I do that. Yeah. I do that's what you was doing. I'm like, oh, you, oh, you slick, huh? Yeah, you definitely set me up. If I can think of something on the fly real quick, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I got you. I'm gonna hold you down for this. I, I appreciate I it. So, <laughs> remember season two of the Bear when Carmi got caught in the fridge at the end? At the end. Yeah. Okay. That was like a revelation. Yeah. Well, this didn't happen to me, but I was a part of the story. So. I'm working at this hotel. Not gonna say where, but so we work in there. I'm exec at the time, so I'm like, all right, y'all, I'm about to peace out. It was a slow day, so I had to worry about um, doing too much. I left relatively early, probably on like six o'clock. That's early. Yeah, yeah, super. I got there at ten, so it was like a good ass day. Yeah, that's mad early. So, and this is when I was about to start my my four day weekend, just because how the schedule fell. Okay, like I had to use no PTO. I just uh, loaded them drones So I get in the car I get I say halfway home mm. I get a phone call Yo, yo Chef I'm like hello Chef what the, Help 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 I'm like Who the fuck is this <laughs> Looking at my phone, it's like it was breaking up. So like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm like, calm the fuck down. Say your name. It's such and such. Okay, you keep screaming like that, you're gonna lose oxygen. All I hear in the other end is, okay. <laughs> he ain't really Harlem Knight. Hey, I sw- bro on everything. <laughs> he said, okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. So I'm like, just talk. What's going on? I'm, 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 I'm not going to walk in. I said, okay. There's an emergency knob on the left side of the door. Just turn it. Turns it. I hear the metal break. The metal hit the floor. Shit broke. 
oh shit so i'm like all right calm down i'm gonna get you out so i called one person online don't answer call another person online don't answer call the manager don't answer so i'm like what the fuck i'm not turning back around not turning back around so (laughs) i finally get a hold of somebody they're like yo yo chef i know you be telling us not to be on the phone but you get calling so I knew it had to be serious. I said, go get your man out the walk-in, yo. He's stuck in there, for like, for real, for real. So I hear, like, what's going on. So he like, yeah. I'm like, yo, is he banging on the door? He said, yo, he banging on the door. I said, then he been banging for a while. So he opened the door. He said, he said, yo, this man just came stumbling out. So all I hear, <laughs> yo, I thought I was going to die in there. I thought I was going to starve to death. <laughs> You're in the walking, bro. Like, what bro. you mean? <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of fruits and raw vegetables. And he wouldn't have starved to death. Yeah. But listen, I was like, so I was pissed off. And then I went back to work the next day like, you just want to starve to death? In a fucking produce cooler? That's that's like one half is produce and the other half is meat? It's, it's turkey in there. You'd have been all right. He's like, but you said I was going to lose oxygen. I said, man, it's a fan in there, bro. You'd be all right. It's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. And then stop moving. <laughs> and you'd be all right. So I'll tell you, every time I watch the bear, like, it's just like, I got another story. Shout out to homie, though. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so... <clears throat> this is kind of like a little funny John mm-hmm. um, and just had to do with you know work per se but not really right so this is at the hotel and we had a um, we had a we had a function I think it was a um, a company's holiday party for y'all or somebody else for somebody else okay so those joints used to be lit because they used to come in. They they used to come through that joint and they used to hold it down. Yeah, for like, sure. Like they party, party, and they would bless whoever had to work that night too. Yeah, it wasn't ever us though. Oh, that's crazy. It was uh, like servers, banquet staff. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, no, we were the out of sight, out of mind. Keep y'all asses in the back, people. Mm-hmm. The help, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so, um, they had a very chill menu. Nothing crazy. They had a bunch of. Different sliders and um, finger foods, wings, different flavor wings. And um, they did have some food, but it was just like vegetable med, mm. potatoes. Regular. Um, mashed potatoes and then mashed sweet potatoes. Protein starch, edge kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. So this is around the time when I had stopped eating meat. So I was hungry. Mm. Now, I didn't eat any meat. You know, because we had crab cakes too. For sure. So I was tackling the crab cakes and the shrimp cocktail. You, would you, tackling. <laughs> was you just body in the mix, or you was waiting for them to be done? No, no, no. Oh, well, right. I would just, I would just, I would wait for them to be done, and then before they went out, I would just take what I wanted. Quality check. Yeah, quality control. Yeah, yeah you know how that go. Yeah. So it was funny. So I took a couple crab cakes and made and made crab cake sliders out of them. So I'm in the corner. Tackling these sliders, mm. all I hear is, "I know you not." <laughs> and I turn around like, "Who?" 
<laughs> with the sandwich in my mouth. Like, what's going on? You over there eating meat? You a fraud. I knew you couldn't do it. You talked all this shit. You over there. You got like three sliders in your hand. I'm like, dick, they're crab cakes, bro. I made crab cake sliders. You in here making a scene trying to uh, line me up and you don't even know what you're talking about. Respect, he, respectfully, I would have did the same thing too. I guess. Yeah, you know. And, I, and he, he's like, oh man, my bad, bro. I feel like a fucking fool. Yeah, well, you should. Ye little faith. You don't got no faith in your boy. And, but then what made it so funny was he said it so loud. He was right next to the door that goes outside into the <sighs> banquet space. So the supervisor was on the other side of the door. Comes through like, what the fuck is going on? It seemed like real quick. It seemed like when shit like that happened, they quiet as hell. And then all they can hear is what happens in the back. Yeah. 99% of the time. It's like the music wasn't playing in there or yeah. nothing. And <laughs> he see me with my sliders and he's like, what, like, what are y'all doing? So we explained to him what happened. He was like, yo, this is a key example of mind your fucking business. Even if he was eating sliders, let the man enjoy his food in peace. Why do you got to be the one to cause a fucking scene? <laughs> Now the guests The guests heard you People want to know What's going on We don't got control Of our staff Back here in the bag It's just a wild Wild fucking west I know you not And he was like You right I I apologize Can't say nothing else To that bro He was like I should make you Clock out and go home Oof But I need you But consider yourself warned (laughs) Let some shit like this Happen again And you out of here <laughs> Long story short, he was out of there like three months later. Oh. Cause he let it happen again. Like that's just who like he enough. was, though. He couldn't help himself. Just, just outbursts after outbursts. Man. Not outbursts after outbursts, but outbursts at the wrong time. Yo, I I think it'd be a want and need for attention, but that's a conversation for another podcast, not this. <laughs> It's a so, conversation for the Patreon, for sure. It's definitely yeah, a conversation yeah. to be had. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, like we forget sometimes. We could talk about anything now. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, Patreon. Go slide over to the Patreon. The video we be getting mad love on the video, yo. For real <laughs> on the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just only the Patreon, but um, you know, Patreon they get it early. YouTube get um, YouTube gets it late if they get it. Right. Depends on how we feel, and then. But the ones we post on YouTube getting a lot of love. So slide through at the Food John Podcast on YouTube. Um, so the topic for this week is a doozy. It is. I I think we're going to be serious, but not serious. Think it'll be fifty fifty. It's going to be fifty fifty serious for me, not serious for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, just based off of the fact that you know the one time you really got me to laugh on here, and you was like, "See, you always serious. Now you cracking up today." Like, like you be you, on you, that cool you, shit, bro. You, you can have a sense of humor. You know, I think it's just you know, I think it's going to be that type of thing. All right, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I listen. You Mister Giggles, because listen, man, what's life without laughter? Boring. So no, nah, yeah, you're right. So there we go. So the topic for this week is a doozy: kitchen etiquette and chef's golden the a chef's golden rules. Now, 
we're, this is not in any particular order, but we will say like which part is kitchen etiquette, proper kitchen etiquette, and what's a this is a chef golden rule, and we'll, you know we'll let you know like which is which. Okay, okay. Uh, what you got to start off with? You got your number one, like your number one thing. That's like your golden rule. Golden rule or your, kitchen etiquette? Your golden, your chef golden rule. Your number one. Well, um, for me. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing for me is timeliness. Mm-hmm. So, I you know, listen, you remember when we used to work together, how it would be when we'd all show up if we worked at the same time. Mm-hmm. But then by the time people came in, I already had like two, three things done. Yeah. And that like infuriated people because it's like mm-hmm. for what it's unnecessary yo it's very for, for one it's very necessary two I'm, I appreciate you taught me that yeah yo because so, I, I learned it in college mm-hmm. to be honest with you a basketball coach he said when it comes to your time and how you utilize it there's three ways to utilize your time one if you're early you're on time if mm-hmm. you're on time you're late and if you're late, don't even show up. Yeah. And that, when he said that to us, the day he said it, the first time I heard that in my life, it stuck. And I I applied that to everything. So when I'm at work, if we got to be there at 7, by 7.10. Something should be cooking. Everybody should be there. Yeah. I mean, everybody should be there clocked in dress and ready to go not just walking through the door shooting the shit for five minutes talking about what happened on love and hip-hop the night before getting coffee at 705 yeah all that shit no 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 come in ready to go and when people are late i fucking hate that shit so that would probably be my number one um my number one for sure is me some plus Everything in this place? You better fucking know it. Whenever I go into a kitchen as an exec, mm-hmm. it's three things. I start off with this. Mise en place. That's my golden rule. Everything better be wrapped, labeled, dated, and where it's supposed to be. Two. Kitchen etiquette. This is a kitchen etiquette. Uh, a clean kitchen is a happy kitchen. Ain't no fucking maids in here. Clean up after yourself. Okay. And three, kitchen etiquette. If you got time to lean, you got time to clean. I hate that fucking. That but it's phrase. true though. And no, it's 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 a thousand percent true. Like a thousand percent true. And eight times out of ten, I'm with you a hundred percent on mm-hmm. that. Those other two times, it's like I see it. It's not going nowhere. I'm gonna get to it in a second. Let me get myself together. And then as soon as I get myself together, take me five, ten minutes, whatever, walk away, come back. I'm going to knock this thing right out. But I'm not that I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the, the what, talking about love and hip hop. What the fuck happened? Oh, you're talking about just, just, just shooting chilling, shit. Just chilling. Chilling on the clock when you can when you could be having that same conversation while you wrapping up whatever you need to wrap up and. And multitasking. Yeah. Okay, I got you. You always got to think about, like, everybody cry, man, I want to go home, I want to go home, but don't be doing the things to get home quicker. Right. 
and I'm a big proponent of if I see you chilling too hard, I'm gonna send you home. See you, right? <laughs> You're not gonna be wasting everybody's time trying to be the slow one to clean up at the end of the night. No, 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 no. We gonna just eighty six that. I I don't mind cleaning, so psh, yeah, we gonna knock that out. I know I could do this shit in fifteen minutes versus your forty five. Now, in the 45 minutes, is that just a way of eating up the clock to get extra time? Or is it just because they're just lazy and slow? Two things could be true. But if you really wanted to do something, you do it. You know who used to do that a lot. Who? You know. What they what they name start with? B. B. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Rhymes with midget? Yeah. Man. Uh, excuse me. That was just, you know. She she was the queen of doing it. I'm talking about every day. I know. At every day. If we got off at three, she wasn't coming downstairs to the kitchen until two fifty five. Until three thirty. No. Oh, she would do that? She would do that. Like if we got off at three, she would and I, I kinda like Exaggerated with the three thirty. But oh no 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 no. Not memory memory if serves we, me correctly. Remember, I used to be Speedy Gonzalez, and I used to, if we were supposed to be done at 3, I used to be done at 2.15. Yeah. Until Flossy Bird was like, go ahead and help her. And I was like, Floss, like. <laughs> yeah, you shot yourself in the foot. I was like, yo, but. Th- but, not- but she but she was, she was a big proponent of not wanting help because mm-hmm. it would make her get done sooner than she wanted to. But then I think at that point, that's when Floss was on to her. And was like, no, nah, I got to get her off my clock. But Floss, you know, she was timid. So she wasn't going to be like, yo, and you know, whatever. But I'm talking, bro, I'm talking 315, 317 every day. She, one time she hit me with the, I don't know why she sent you down here. I don't need no help. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, she going to send me home if I don't help you. She'd be like, you better go find a corner. <laughs> I'd be like, all right. Because you think about it, 40 hours a week, 80 hours bi-weekly. If she took 15 minutes every day, by the time that paycheck come out, she got at least three to four extra hours on her job. Mm. Religiously. But to, but to me, it's just my humble opinion. That ain't enough to make or break anything. It's not. But I think she's been doing it for so long. That's all she knows. That in her mind... Like she was committing grand larceny and getting away with it. You be a damn fool. The more you make, the more they take. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, fucking kitchen etiquette. If you spill something, yo, clean it up. Clean it up. I just had this, <laughs> just this just happened to me today. You know what a tilt kettle is, right? Yeah. Well, just for the listeners, a tilt kettle is the is like a kettle that fits anywhere from 50 to I think the biggest I saw was 300 gallons of water or you could saute in it you could do it's multi you know multifaceted we used to keep water in there now um we used water for when we would make pasta yeah I would use the kettle itself I would close it and I would put a pot on top of the lid so if I ever had to make cheese, it just makes it quicker. Okay. Because you're getting heat from the water that you got to pour to melt the cheese, and you're getting the heat from the bottom, so the water stay hot. Got you. This mf <laughs> So some tilt handles have a spout. Yeah. 
and then you could tilt it. If, this MF turns the water on to fill it up, and the spout was wide open. So it's just draining drain on, on the floor. So then I had, because I got work ethic, I got car blanche to kind of do whatever I want. So I went into the other kitchen. I got me some breakfast. I came back. It looked like a, a, a pool was forming in the kitchen. And I was like, yo, what the fuck going on in here? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, I was filling up the kettle and the, and the spout was open. And this is today. Today. Well, My, Mind you, where the kettle is, because of. Not to cut you go off, ahead, do you think? real quick. Kudos to you mm-hmm. because where you are now, you haven't been there that long. Mm-hmm. And from the sounds of things, it sounds like not unbeknownst to you because you, you see it, but maybe it's unwarranted because I know that this isn't what you want, at least not right now. I'm chilling right now for the summer. Yeah. Being one of the guys. Mm-hmm. But it, it seems like I your, can't co- turn it off. your coworkers is answering to you. Ex- like explaining why they doing what they doing when they really don't have to. No, you gotta explain to me why the fuck you do this shit near my station, motherfucker. Clean up this shit. I'm not walking past this. Get a fucking mop. Gotcha. But see, the thing is, is half of me just being chef and I don't know how to turn it off versus the other half of me being a real nigga. The fuck you mean gonna make a mess where I work at, dog? You stupid. Beat you the fuck up up in here. Sound like you from New York. Nah, I'm from Philly, bro. I'm just saying, like, bro, bro had you, bro had you mad tight. Listen, clean up after ain't no fucking maze in here. So now everybody's tracking water all across this kitchen. God forbid somebody slip. I fell in the kitchen before. So now the reason I fell was God don't like ugly. I definitely was drawn a little bit. Oh yeah, a little bit of karma. Come your way. Oh uh, yeah, remember the the, the the chopped flower. Yeah, the second half of the story, which I'll gi- I'll give it. I'll still get my man to tell it. Uh, I went to go record it, so I saw it happen, and I ran back to get my phone, and then so I'm running on the line. That's a big no no. Kitchen, you know, kitchen. Uh, Chef Golden Rules don't run in the kitchen. You can speed walk. Do not run, and this is why. My homie had the drawer open. So I run, I slip The the drawer clip my shin And I slide under the drawer (laughs) And it was like I know that John broke skin No, 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 it wasn't that bad I was already going down Okay, It was just like a little like Oh, we gonna give you a little whiplash too For for trying to get your camera for this shit Got you So, uh, golden rule Do not run in the kitchen It ain't worth it, you'll get there so, but yeah, where I'm at now, yeah, bro. I just because the chef there told me he was like, I gotta watch you because you always doing something. I said, one thing you know is I'm always doing the right thing. So he was like, you right, but he was like, you just be doing too much, <laughs> doing too much in the sense he feel like he if like he like it's something about him like he he knows way more than what he's leading they don't know him superman so it's like this my this motherfucker might be trying they to like do not, take my job they do not know him superman he can have that i i don't want that that's not where my my future is so why he feel like he gotta always watch you because i be doing too much you gotta elaborate a little bit so if i get there at nine o'clock by 10.30, I'm already working on the next day. 
without him saying you got to do this and this and this for the next day. Got you. So it's like there's no. It's like your foresight is amazing, but he feels like I'm out of because control. he's in the position he's in. Like, let me tell you what yeah. I need you to do versus you just go ahead and just doing it. Right. It's 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 a weird dynamic of he. It looks like I'm out of control and I'm just doing whatever, but I'm doing the right things instead of having to be told. So it's like even for him, it's confusing. Because I think for you, you're not a big hurry up and wait guy. I'm not waiting for you to tell me what to do, especially when I know what to do. And for anybody listening that doesn't know, hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait is when oh my goodness, you are so prepared and you're so ahead of the game that all your prep, whatever you need for the day, for the days coming, everything is done. Now you're just waiting until it's time to either A, get the busy work, Mm-hmm. Or B, get ready to cook the food for whatever event you have that day. That's why they call it hurry up and wait, because you wish you were getting ready to fire food, but you can't because you're 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 so ahead of the game. I but, love hurry up and wait. No, for sure. Because you know what? Kitchen Golden Rule 2, that hurry up and wait shit is like if you got... If you got hurry up and wait on one side of, the, of paper and on the other side, it's the calm before the storm. Yeah. That shit, that it's quiet and then the printer grows off and you can and it just won't stop. It's like a, that hurry up and wait time and then that, that calm before the storm, you better treasure it. Because if you're not ready, you going to get smacked around yeah, real bad. Hell, no, hell yeah. And also for our listeners... They are the same thing, mm-hmm. but they're for two totally different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause hurry up and wait is more so for um banquet cooking, catering, stuff like that. Oh yeah. But the calm before the storm is when you on the line cooking for the restaurant and you have that downtime before the rush starts. Mm-hmm. Once that rush starts, sometimes you wish it never would have started. It's normally four, six and then 8 to 10.30. That's when you go. Those are the hit times. Yeah. Because 4, is just, when you just open for dinner service. Mm-hmm. 6, you get your early people out the way. Happy hour people are coming. Happy in. hour people are coming in. That's mm-hmm. when you're getting all your apps and your small plates. Mm-hmm. And then between then from 8 to 10.30, that's straight dinner. That's straight entrees. Yes. And dates coursed mm-hmm. the whole thing. Three Gradua- courses. Graduation. Yep. Uh, anniversary, whatever, you, and whatever you could think of, that's what's coming between eight and ten thirty. And then the crowd, I hate what the thirty minutes before you close, bro. Let me tell you something real quick. That ten thirty to eleven last half an hour is so nerve wracking because you try to clean up a little bit. You try to start breaking down and everything else. Mm -hmm. You think you got it all figured out. And it's that one dickhead waiter that's looking for that last good tip for the night. And a six top Mm -hmm. or eight top walks in at 1050. And the server says, we close in 10 minutes. So, you know, just be mindful of what you want to order. And then it's like, hey, look, I got a six top. But they all going to get wings. All right, that's cool. But it'd be the like, fryer's doing the work. 
Four people, four people actually get wings. But then those last two, you got the motherfucker that orders the salmon entree, and then you got mm-hmm. the person that orders the steak frites entree medium well. Yeah, it, it's just anything that takes an extended amount of time during that last little thing, boy. Like, we be wanting to fight y'all for real. So that's another thing, too. When you going out to eat, there's a, there's a, a meme. There's a dude sitting on a bucket eating, and it said, this is how most cooks chefs mm, eat mm-hmm, dinner mm-hmm. when you go out to eat just be show them a little courteous like just be a little courteous to that like you know even the people that you know that's in this industry think about like they eat like that all the time cause we don't cause we ain't we ain't never have time we don't got no time yeah I li- <laughs> I literally like sitting on a bucket sitting on a trash can hunched over on a line me sitting there I force myself to sit down and eat when I'm at home so just you know, kitchen etiquette on both sides from the from the customer side and then the the kitchen side. Um, one of my golden rules: do not use my knife unless I give you permission. You that's a golden rule amongst real chefs. Period. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. one, you don't know you don't know how to fix it if you fuck it up. That. You're not going to sharpen it, but that's the, I think that's the same, same thing. thing yeah. And you don't know how much it costs. <laughs> and even if, let's just say, I don't like, even if a, a chef got a replacement knife real quick from like, you know, your restaurant depots or your Sam's Club or something like that, a little $10, $15 knife real quick just to get him through, it's still his or her knife. He is like, yo. Like, and it's my I, property. <laughs> I was, I was, listen, I was notoriously guilty of doing that back in the day at the hotel. You, you know, my man, I told you yeah, about yeah, a yeah. man that always cussed me the fuck out. Chomp. Yeah. <laughs> he was notorious, bro. He, he, listen, I'm never going to forget this shit. And I remember it verbatim because it hurt my feelings when he said it. He said, Yo, Chunk, you fat motherfucker, come here. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro, why you got to talk to me like that? He said, yo, you just used my knife? Yeah, and we be knowing. I said, no. I did. I tried to be slick, <laughs> yeah, yeah, though. Yeah. I rinsed it off, and I thought I laid it back the way he had it and anything. Uh-huh. He was like, yo, I know you used my knife because it's just me and you back here. You thought you were slick. You tried to lay it back the same exact way I had it, but you messed it up because it's not the way I had it. And you still got little beads of water on it from when you rinsed it off, dickhead. <laughs> he was like, yo, stop touching my shit. I keep telling you, stop being cheap. Take your fat ass to Restaurant <laughs> Depot. Yeah, he's a good one, yo. Take your fat ass to Restaurant <laughs> Depot or someplace and buy you a knife set. What kind of fake ass fucking cook are you anyway? You don't got a knife set. You fucking warm up cook. I keep telling you. <laughs> Hey, he barred you the fuck out Dog Dog Listen he called me he called, A warm up chef He called me a warm up cook At least twice a week Oh yo I'm using that At least twice a I'm week bro I'm down low I'm using that Warm up cook Listen <laughs> so I'll tell you this story That's kind of similar uh, This is like Probably like The hotel Rarely in the hotel, rarely I would bring my knives in just because we had a knife service. I'm like, I'm not fucking my good shit up. Right. Fuck up the, the bullshit. Right. So I bought my knife bag in one day because we had to do, we had an event, we had a team 
and they it was like super duper duper VIP. One uh, two of their players is in the league now. Okay, so super duper VIP. What league? NBA. Okay, super duper VIP. And then the conversation amongst me, myself, the GM, and catering director was like, "You get like you gotta wow them." So I said, "Cool, I'll bring in some some dope shit." Brought in my knife set. Bro, I got a little garnish kit. Brought in a couple different things. In my knife bag is my very first chef knife. It looks like a regular standard Dexter knife, mm-hmm. the white one. Mm-hmm. The weight's off on purpose. Mine is heavy. So if you put it next to a, uh, it, a, another Dexter knife, it looks the exact same. I'll know. So same thing. Somebody did that to me. They took my, used my knife, washed it. They went to put it in the knife rack and it was like, oh shit, and just grabbed another one. So I lifted it up and I was like, and I <laughs> I threw it down on a cutting board. You know how like a door stopper go, Brrr, so it did that in the cutting board. I said, who got my fucking knife? That's your knife, chef, bullshit. And I was like, yo, such and such. Give me my knife. Where's that? No, I, I, all right, yeah, I did take it, but I, I put it back. I was like, this ain't my knife. What you mean? It's a Dexter. I said, well, let me go check the knife rack. So they go check the knife rack. They bring all the white knives. So it was the two that looked the same. It was my knife and this one. I said, here, hold both of them. Is there a difference? Yeah, but how the fuck you? I'm like, because it's my knife. <laughs> Respect your tool, like respect my tools. And if you'd have said, "Can I borrow it?" I'd have been like, "Fuck no!" But if you want me to sharpen one for you, I'd do that for you. Right. So it's just a cur, you know, courtesy thing. No, it definitely is a courtesy thing, and it's funny because my old head that I used to work with at the um at the hotel, mm-hmm. um, cool cool bull, he has a black knife. Mm-hmm. And it's a knife that his wife bought him. So you got the sentimentality of it. <sighs> and the knife is is seen better days. But it's his. Yeah. And <coughs> excuse me. And he was off one day. And this is before I had bought purchased a knife set. And everybody else was off. <coughs> Pardon me. Damn, you were dying. Cubs? I know, right? So the drawer where most of the knives were kept was locked. <laughs> so I'm like, well, what shit, what am I going to do? He always left his knife in a drawer that was unlocked, but he never had to worry because people didn't use yeah. his knife. It's his. I used it. But just out of respect for him, I reached out to him and asked him, could I use it? Mm. So he was like, yeah, I don't care. Just put it back when you're done. Yeah. Cool. So, he knew I was the last person to use it. Somebody from Banquets saw it and needed to cut something and grabbed it, and I didn't know where it went. And I'm in the kitchen, and I'm looking for it, and I I can't find it. I can't find it nowhere. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So, I kept it a bean. I reached out to him. I said, Juan, I'm sorry. I don't know where your knife is. I, I scoured the kitchen for this joint. I cannot find it anywhere, but I'm not going to give up. I, it's missing right now, but I will find, find it. it. Yeah. He said, you know what? I appreciate you reaching out. Thanks, man. I I know we'll turn up, but the fact that you going out of your way for me, I'm, I appreciate it. I think anything cool. 
come to find out, he come back to work. He biting my back out, talking all this, all all this shit about how I'm irresponsible, how I lose his knife, yada yada yada, so on and so forth. I ended up finding it. I mm-hmm. did. I returned it to him, and then I just politely said, "You don't have to worry about this again. I'm never going to ask to use your knife if you're not here." But if you really felt some type of way about it, you could have came to me instead of talking to everybody else. Yeah, but that's that's some other shit. That's you know. But you know what I'm saying? Like we we'll say that for we we'll say that for the Patreon. That's some other shit. I know what your shit kind of shit it is. <laughs> yeah, that's some other shit. But um, let me think. Uh, another I think a golden rule for me is. And this is this is petty and childish, but you but if you in the business, you know. Don't touch my towels, yo. The bar towels? Don't touch my towels, yo. I'm gonna tell you why. I about to say, that's a little petty, bro. I a little OCD. I fold my towels. Doesn't everybody? No. 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 We fold all of ours as soon as they come in and we just lay them out real nice. Okay, and neat. okay, okay. Just so I'm, I'm pretty sure like the, the the number in the bag is the same. Y'all got how many bags y'all go through a day? Mm. Roughly. Not even one. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Not even one. We go through five. Five bags? Yeah. A day? Yeah. Yo, like a hundred Johns come listen, in a bag. Fifty to a hundred. And yes. We were getting 50 in a bag, then we emptied up to 100. Now, here's the issue. People do not know how to clean. Yeah. So when when I say don't touch my towels, I need five towels for an entire day. And three of them I don't even touch until I start cleaning. Two of them I use for hot stuff. And because I work neat, there's no there's no reason for like my rags to get dirty. People be like, "Oh, I got I got a drop of Sprite on my rag. I need a new one and throw it." Yeah. And when you think about it from and this is like a golden rule too, people that's aspiring chefs and trying to open your own restaurant, every penny counts. Them rags are expensive. And if people don't know how to clean or they just say every time something, oh, I touched something, I need a new rag, that's money. And then you just burning through them. Just burning through them. And then all your rags are dirty before the uh, linen company comes to pick them up. And then you asked out and you got to use Sandy wipes. I hate Sandy wipes, yo. I do too. I hate them, yo. They They just spread shit around. Yo, listen, as an exec, I used to give everybody six rags a day until they learn how to properly like take care of them and how to properly clean and then when i would be like when i would be sitting on when i would go from sitting on two bags and then linen come in four days i'm sitting on 10 bags i'm like all right then i'll let a little more out right no listen i get that and that's a it's a genius idea because there's plenty of days when i'm at work and i'm just looking through the kitchen and i'm like why is there so many towels out no because all our towels are out okay like I'll show you a picture. Like we have two shelves in the kitchen above the prep tables, which is tough. And the sh- each shelf is like this you, you long. Can't see, bro. Sorry, we don't I'm got not showing you. Yeah, yeah, okay. And that's what like ten rows of tiles with each row might have 
20 tiles on each row. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, so like, you just grab it, grab it, you know what I'm saying? And we keep the rest of the bags on the, the t- on the loading dock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got to walk all the way to the loading dock, grab a bag, bring it in the kitchen. But there's days where it might be two of us in the kitchen and there's like 12 towels just scattered around and all of them are dirty and all of them are wet and it's like, what were we doing? It, nonsense. Like, like, what's going think, on? Think about it. Ch- challenge, matter of fact, you and then people who listen to challenge yourselves with them bar towels. Take four and get through your entire day. Make sure you know which ones are yours and, and monitor people when they grab your towels. Make sure you know exactly where you put them down. So when you say my rag missing, where my rag at? If you can get through a day with four towels, you know what you're doing. You you really know what you're doing. So <laughs> I think people kind of know what they're doing, but I also look at it like people just look th- at it like this ain't my shit. They're here. They're here for us yeah. to use them. So let's use them. Which brings me <laughs> up to golden rule slash like kitchen etiquette like. There's people that got to clean this stuff, too. What, like clean the bar rags and clean stuff? Clean the bar rags. Clean the, mop, clean the mop heads. Clean the actual kitchen. Like, you got to be respectful about that kind of stuff, After too. you get your thought out, yeah. I got a question. So there are people that actually do it. Like, there are people that you're giving more people more work. And then you're giving yourself more work because there's more stuff on top of the more stuff you got to, like, clean up at the end. I literally <laughs> see somebody <laughs> couldn't find. They put. They just put. They just toss the apron on the ground. So the chef, I watch the chef pick up the apron, put it in the bag with all the dirty aprons. I watch this motherfucker come in <laughs> the kitchen, and I have my like. If I take my apron off, I hang it up. Take the ape. Take my apron off where I have it up. So I got like my own spot. <laughs> Go take my apron. I say, what the fuck you doing, yo? Yo, I'm just getting an apron. Bitch, put my apron down. Like, what the fuck? This yours? Or so? I'm like, yeah, you want to tell how clean it is? <laughs> just stop taking shit. Just remember where y'all push shit. Right. So. So. You remember, go ahead. The, the service that y'all have for y'all bar rags, mm-hmm. is it the same service that cleans y'all aprons? I've had places that we did them separate, and I had places that did them both. I'm talking, so, about, I'm talking about where you are right now. Uh, you want to hear something crazy? What? Rags are different. Three different aprons. Three different companies. Really? Linen. Different company. Yeah, yeah. Everything's different. Hmm. So, so we got three different kinds of aprons: black, white, half, and then the half. Okay. Okay. Three different companies. That's and, that's wild. <laughs> we have one company. I that- told you when I want. See, this is the thing. I love the fancy shit because. Okay, let me break it down this way, and this will explain. When you do the upscale, super duper high echelon, when you start getting the stars, yeah, yeah, premium, yeah, it's a lot of perks that come with that, right? Yeah. I I haven't washed a uniform because we got laundry service, right? So it's different perks, like you get. Uh, yeah, you got eight different services for eight different things. So, spin it. Okay. So, and then you got your medium where it's like, oh yeah, all that go to one person. 
But then when you get, you ever got bags with dirty rags in them? No. Oh, you were lucky. Well, y- y'all got money too, so don't do. <laughs> y'all got money over there. But like, I've worked for places where the aprons, the linen, and the bar towels all go to the same company, and then sometimes we get dirty shit back. That happened at the at the hotel before. Yeah. Um, because we had a, a service where they you know clean the the everything. Right. And sometimes I remember when um, stuff would come in, you would have mop heads that's still damp mm-hmm. in bags with dry bar towels. And then you would crack open that bag and it smelled like mildew. mildew. Yeah. <laughs> no, but see, where, where I'm at, we have one company that cleans our aprons mm-hmm. and our bar rags. And aprons come in all nice and pressed in the in the, in the you know in, in the um, plastic wrap. You gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta hit it with the. But then you have the bar rags that just come in in clear trash bags. Yeah, and they're not folded, not nothing. Not for, yeah, just just end in there, and we yeah. bring them in and we fold them. But my question was, where you are now, mm-hmm. y'all mop heads? Do they get washed? Okay. Uh, I throw them out. Well, that's why I ask because where we are, we just order cases it's of my pants, yeah, yeah. and when they get when once them Jones is dicked, we just throw them in the trash. So every place I've ever worked where I was like doing the ordering, whether I was sue exec exact, don't matter. Whenever I was in trouble ordering, our <laughs> I would look at the budget and see how much we were allowed to spend on cleaning products. And would get into so much trouble because you use a mop head for one day, you throwing it out. Throw it out. We'll get. I'll get more. Chef, what the fuck? Your 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 cleaning budget is doubled, but the kitchen is spotless and it doesn't stink because we using weak old mop heads. It's not like we at home like we know like oh yeah that's a little bit of orange juice. You got people you don't know where they coming from. Walking through the kitchen back and forth, like what you make for the day, you don't know what ended up on the floor. Like, no, nah, we can't grease. We can't. I don't, I, that's one thing, like, that's an expense I always buy. I'll save you money on the food. I, I'm gonna blow that in cleaning products. So, it's a gift and a curse. And, and this is like a chef golden rule, too. Choose your battles. I'm going to always save money on food just because I know how to, for the most part, I can do anything from scratch or I can figure out how to do it. I will spare no expense on keep maintaining cleanliness. Right. And I meant that a clean kitchen is a happy kitchen. Because if you, first season of The Bear, remember when they first walked in, it, the lighting of the show was dark. Yeah. Compared to season two. Everything was fucking bright and fluorescent. Right. So I a proponent of that. And then um just another key thing too, like you touch we we touched on it earlier about being on time. Mm-hmm. But I wanna expound on it just a little bit. Being on time means if you schedule for seven, you should be like at least put a pot on the stove or opening your night bag at seven oh one. You should already be not gearing up to go. You should be ready to go. This was a long, a long time ago. Just I'm just starting to figure it out. Okay. What, what that timely shit meant. 
Somebody told my chef that I was hogging all the work. <laughs> so I was like, so my chef was like, hey, listen, this is a real conversation. I know I told you, hey, you're super talented. You need to start stepping on toes. But, you know, some of the guys think that um, you just prep for yourself and that's it. I said, respectfully, if you can't make mashed potatoes in an hour, you don't need to be on the line, yo. So if I got to do all that shit for you, you don't need to be you don't need to be up there. I said, I prep every three days. At, like, that's how you're supposed to prep. Enough for three days, throw it out. Enough for three days, throw it out. Now, if on my day, on my last day before I go out for my two days off and I leave it with 75 or 50 percent, and you can't handle that, then you don't need to be on the line. Or on banquets, like, you got to be able to, like, have foresight. Not every place got prep cooks. No, no. And even then, your prep cooks ain't maids and they ain't slaves. You're right. And I think, so, just to piggyback off of that real quick, when I was at the hotel, the last one I was at before I left, Mm -hmm. I used to... It's like instant karma because I had to go over there one day to help out, and one of my old coworkers from the other um, property mm-hmm. at the other property was working there, and I was like busting her balls. I'm like, man, you in the fucking slums working over here? This the projects compared to around the corner. Like, I feel bad for you. Blah 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 blah. This ain't a third. <clears throat> a month and a half later, I'm over there with her. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's what you get. So she was like, "Dang, look, look, look how the mighty have fallen." The, and I'm like, "All right, eat a dick. It's cool, whatever." <laughs> oh yeah, this is not just culinary thing. Just in general, yo, the people you see on your way up, same people you gonna see on your way down. Tell me about it. Listen, every place I've ever worked, I don't care what position I help, I help the dishwashers. Golden rule, golden rule, golden rule, golden rule, golden rule. Do not be the cook dishwashers hate. Ooh, that's a good one. Do not be the cook dishwashers hate. Because when you scream, I need pans, and you waiting, mm-hmm. three, four, eight, mm-hmm. 10, 12 minutes, and you got some shit that got to go out in six minutes, they be like, nah, I'm, giving, I'm not giving that dirty motherfucker nothing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I listen. Been there. I haven't been on the receiving end of it, but I've seen it done. Oh yeah, it's a, it's some it's, it's exquisite. Oh my goodness, some of the best it's, beef you ever. Oh seen. my goodness, I remember this steakhouse. I'm in New York, so mind you, I'm like still relatively new, but they know like I'll help out. Like right. So I'm like, yo, I need plates. All you heard was clink before I could even finish saying I need plates. They was there. Somebody was like, yo, I need plates. Fuck, I need plates. And mind you, because I know what's going on, I'm sitting there firing off checks. Yo, where the fuck is all my entrees? I need fucking plates, chef. Hurt. <laughs> Yo, can we get some plates? Tell them to come fucking get the plates. <laughs> like, damn. I'm like, all right. I'm like, for me, just give them the plates. And then you got to pull your cook to the side. Like, they not your slaves. Treat them with respect, and these things won't happen. Right. Go apologize, and go work in a pit for an hour. <laughs> like, that's what y'all call y'all this room the pit. The pit. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. But <clears throat> so, 
I noticed very early that at the hotel that I got sent to, there was no real leader because we had one food and beverage director working between two hotels. And mm-hmm. the hotel I got sent to was the little little brother hotel. So they got shitted on. So they worked primarily with no leadership. Mm-hmm. It was basically all honor system shit. They did not prep for each other. They prepped for themselves. That's shitty. And when I got thrown over there and I saw how it was, I would do prep, you know, everything you need for the line, cold tide, high side stuff and everything else. And I'd be off, and that same stuff would be there when I came back, just damn near empty. I'm like, no, yo, I'm, no, I ain't, I ain't doing this. This, this ain't, this ain't how this about to fly. Listen, I pulled, everybody, I pulled everybody work. to the side. I said, listen, I don't really know y'all all like that. Y'all know each other. I don't know what the beef is. Don't knock, put, don't put me in that. Knock it the fuck off, because I'm not that guy. I, I prep for everybody, including myself. But if I got you set up and I'm getting ready to be off, when I come back, have me set up. Simple. That's the way it's supposed to be. I only plan on having this conversation one time. If I find myself having to have this conversation again, cool. I got it. Don't We don't got to talk. Don't talk to me. Don't try. Nothing. Cool. You showed me who you are. Luckily for me, after that, I didn't have that problem anymore because people saw, all right, like he 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 actually stand on, mm-hmm. stand on business. What he's saying, for sure. Like he 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 has us he has us prepped. So making sure that he's prepped is the least I can do. Yeah, that's a, it's just a do unto others. They teach us that in kindergarten. Like, yeah, treat others how you want to be treated and. You know that's how it is, and that's a big thing that that is in culinary too. Like help each other out because it ain't there when people go out to eat. They not gonna be like, oh, the saute guy fucked up my shit. They gonna be like, y'all, y'all, this yeah. restaurant will never coming back, and then you just lost money, and you getting a bad review on Yelp, and they gonna be like, oh, well, if they say this dish was horrible, we know exactly who to go to. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, listen, we could talk about this for days. I know we're coming up on the home stretch. Yes, sir. What we you got we could do a part two on this. All right. Well, we'll then, then this will be part. Chef Golden Rules and Kitchen Etiquette Part One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, motivational mic drop. Uh, do unto others, man. I can't, I can't stress that enough. <laughs> Treat people how you want to be treated. Be nice. Be polite. It don't cost much. It don't cost anything to be nice. It don't cost anything. It it's more. It takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. Hold the door for people. Say say good morning, grand rising. Be courteous. All this shit is free. It'll propel you farther than your shitty ass attitude could ever. So. I just for the first time, not for the first time, but I didn't hear anybody say Grand Rising until the pandemic. We'll talk about that on Patreon. All right, because I hate it. We'll talk about that on Patreon. Hate it. 
<laughs> Patreon at the at the Food Joy Podcast, YouTube at the Food Joy Podcast, all streaming services and platforms at the at the Food Joy Podcast, Instagram. <laughs> what you got for motivation? <laughs> Did I mention I hate it? No, I just want to make sure. No, <clears throat> for my motivational mic drop this week, I would have to say, don't sweat the small stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. It's only going to stress you out. It's not going to change the outcome. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just continue to stay the course. Be confident in your own ability. Hold yourself accountable. And just keep aspiring to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Setbacks are going to happen. Hiccups are going to happen along the way. But don't sweat the small stuff, please, because you'll end up turning a you'll end up turning a molehill into a mountain, and mm-hmm. it's and it's unnecessary. So just keep that in mind. But with that being said, this oh, is, real quick, uh, a step back is a slingshot. Mm. You pull a slingshot. How do you shoot a slingshot? How David killed Goliath? He cocked that motherfucker back. And let it rip. You know what I mean? So there you go. Yeah. So that's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed. Until next week. Next week, we might come back with part two. We might make you wait for part two and do something else. But best believe, part two is definitely on its way. But like, we got, we, listen, remember I told you the last time I told you I, I had some homework for you. Yeah. I'm going to send you something. We're going to talk about that. Okay. You matter of fact, the great exodus. I'm gonna give you something to watch, and then we then then we gonna discuss that next week, and right. then we can touch on kitchen etiquette and part Google was part two. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Cause this cause this movie, you gonna understand. All right. Uh, so. All right. Well, until next time, as always, have a safe week, have a fulfilled week, have a productive week, and we'll catch y'all all on the flip side. All right. Yes, sir. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We out. Ah.